And Melissa Lansman made a video. It's a long one. I'm just going to play you a portion because Melissa's standing by. She's going to join us live. Uh, but in the video, she starts listing by date all of the violent incidents on the TTC. And as she points out, she can't get to them all. On the 9th of February last year, a TTC employee was randomly stabbed at DuPont Station while just trying to do his job. Just one week later, a TTC bus driver was stabbed at Keelan Lawrence. Just over a month after that, a TTC operator was assaulted by six people in a swarming attack. In April, a man was shot dead on the TTC, this time at Sherborne Station, and 12 days later, another man was randomly stabbed at St. George Station. This violence is already unconscionable, and we're only halfway through 2022. All right, only halfway through. Melissa Lansman is the deputy leader of the Federal Conservatives, a Toronto area MP and frequent contributor here as a pundit. Nice to have you. Good morning. Good to be back, John. So when you go back to Parliament, is it like back to school? Do you get a new pair of shoes and everybody's got a, a lunchbox? Well, it's, uh, it's it's something like that. It feels uh, uh, it, it feels like everybody's got a renewed energy, and uh, they spent you know the last month and a half with uh, with constituents, hearing about what's uh, what's going on, on the ground, and it's a good uh, it's a good connection point to get back and uh, focus on the things that Canadians are talking about. You and the party are demanding an emergency debate about uh, safety. Is that just uh, and public order? I guess is that nationally? Or are you focusing on in that video? You talk about the TTC. What's what's the lens? Yeah, certainly. I mean, I, I talk about the TTC because it's it's what people are talking to me uh, about. Uh, certainly, it runs you know it runs through my writing. I'm I'm a frequent user of uh, of uh, of the of the TTC, and we've seen uh, a, a crazy uptick in violence and in violent incidents. So we're 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 talking about certainly the TTC, and then it's it's happened in Edmonton, and it's happened in in Vancouver, and it's happening right across the country. And we're focusing specifically, you know, on the uh, on the issues that are federal responsibility. And and you know, yesterday my my ask for a debate was focused on uh, on, on getting to it on, on bail reform, something that 13 premiers agree on, uh, and they don't agree on much, as you know. Uh, police unions and uh, police chiefs have all called for in this country. Okay, so what portion of the uh, attacks that you list in that video were committed by somebody who should not have been free on bail? Well, here's, I mean, here are, are indisputable facts that uh, last year in Toronto, of the 44 homicides by shooting, 24 of those criminals responsible were out on bail when they committed the murder. Now that's more than half, and that's indisputable. And what uh, what the bail reform that the that the Liberals helped the NDP pass uh, in one of their bills says is that uh, judges, you know, should give primary consideration to the release. Uh, of 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 those accused at the earliest reasonable opportunity uh, and uh, and on the least onerous conditions, and we find that a big problem. The premiers agree with us, the police union agrees with us, and police chiefs agree with us because the uptick in violence again is something that everybody can see. Okay, I'm not disagreeing with the argument, uh, but I did want to raise something a lawyer we spoke with recently raised, which is that you presume these people are innocent, and some innocent people may end up spending 18 months behind bars for something they didn't do. Well, there, look, there, there's no question this is a, a complicated issue, which is why I asked for uh, a, for a debate. We want to hear uh, from the expert, but what we are doing now on bail reform, 24 out of 44 homicides, again, more, more than half, something we're doing isn't working. And those dangerous criminals are being released to recommit crimes, and that puts the public in danger, and that makes it dangerous to take 
public transit in the biggest city in the country. Um, the, the stats are very persuasive when it comes to homicides. I wonder, though, if the shopping list of knifings and random attacks, many of them by people who are mentally ill, is unnecessarily making people anxious when they're anxious already. Yeah, look, there, there is no question that uh, uh, that we've got mental health, a mental health situation that is uh, that is out of control. We've got uh, uh, you know, drug use and homelessness, and that's all levels of government. What we're focusing on here uh, federally, again, is, uh, is is the portion of the the criminal code, which is a federal responsibility, uh, and we want to see if we can fix it uh, at the request, again, of all of those premiers, all of those police chiefs, and uh, all of those police unions uh, that uh, that put themselves in danger every single day. Are you going to get your emergency debate? I am not going to get my emergency no. debate, but that doesn't mean we're going to uh, we're going to stop talking about it because I think you know you've got uh, you've got a minister here that, uh, uh, that 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 hadn't said something unless he was asked. And we have a former police chief sitting on the uh, on the opposing benches who has made more comments about uh, crime in the U.S. than he has in his own city. So that's troubling uh, to us. If you've got a bunch of four one six MPs uh, that are not talking about it, uh, somebody has to, and that's what I'm doing. Thanks, Melissa. Good to have you back. Thanks, Joe. Melissa Lanceman is an MP for Thornhill and also one of the deputy leaders of the Federal Conservative Party. And uh, stop the presses, incidentally. This just in. Uh, Spice Girls are rumored to be reuniting and they would perform at King Charles's coronation. That'd be interesting because, you know, there are certain acts like, is it uh, the Backstreet Boys who got back together and they're still touring? It's one of those boy bands and they're all, you know, a couple of years younger than me. But what happens there is if the music's catchy enough, then the kids are going to like it. But more so, all kinds of people who used to be kids are now adults with well-lined pockets and they get all excited about it. And so, you know, they'll pay a for It's like Madonna. I mean... Uh, the people growing up with Madonna were roughly the same age as she was, I guess, or a little bit younger. I mean, certainly I remember when she was uh, huge. Okay, so I'm like eight years younger than she is. Um, so an awful lot of people are going to be lining up to buy tickets to her concerts, and they are not cheap. They are, I think the top ticket is like $2,500. Okay. Uh, I mentioned, incidentally, speaking of big money, fun feature in the New York Times this week and clipped it out as I often do. I have a file folder of the funner stories because we're so busy talking about how everyone's um, seized with fear about riding the TTC that it's more fun to talk about something like this once in a while. And it's a profile of dog walkers. And the dog walkers are finding out for multiple reasons that the, there's really good money. I mean, if somebody at a party tells you they're a dog walker, they're, they might be making a lot more than you do. One woman who was profiled uh, started walking dogs 11 years ago after she graduated from Rutgers. She came to New York looking for a career in public health. While she was looking for that career, she thought, eh, I'll walk some dogs and I'll pay my rent and I'll pay off my student loans. Uh, she went on Craigslist and people start buying up her services. And now, 11 years later, she makes, she won't say how much, but she says she makes six figures. So north of $100,000 at the very least. And one of the things that is playing into this and bringing more people into the field and causing some dog walkers to get other people to work for them, so they start a company, they do the bookings, and then you have to kick up a little bit when you uh, walk the dog. Um, but a lot of people went out and got dogs during the pandemic, and now their employers are telling them to get back to work, and so they got to find a dog walker 
or give away the pooch. So they're getting the dog walker. Maybe the government should introduce $10 a day doggy daycare. There you go. That's the thing. I'm, 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 next time I see Doug Ford, you know, I, everybody was at David Onley's funeral yesterday and they were all making conversation. But I just I didn't want to buttonhole anybody because I was there for David and his family and I didn't want to. Hey, Doug Ford, when are you going to do the show? 